When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the H2P Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, talking all things pit. We're sticking with football because camp's open. When there's some basketball news, I'll talk about it here. We know that there's you know recruits that Jeff Capel's been chasing down, but we will get to that eventually. As you know, pit training camp is underway. They had a Thursday practice at Heinz Field. There's excitement in the air, but we got to talk about a running back battle that I've been priming you for pretty much all this offseason, especially after the blue and gold game. Now, as you know, that's between Vince, Vincent Davis, the the starting running back from Pitt just last year, who had a pretty mediocre season with an ex- exclamation point added on with a 200-plus yard rushing performance against Georgia Tech in the season finale. And his opponent, of course, or I guess competition rather than opponent, is Israel Abanikanda, the redshirt sophomore from New York, who looked athletically super gifted last season, but couldn't put it all together. Now, that looks like that may change this year. And when I was at the Blue and Gold game at Heinz Field, and I reported what was going on there, I mean, he had the biggest run of the day. He looked explosive. Pat Narduzzi compared him to Le'Veon Bell with his ability, with how explosive he was, and how quick he was, and how big and stocky combined with you know decent speed. Although Le'Veon Bell really wasn't a speed guy, the way Izzy looks like he could be, but there's clear excitement there, and it's clear there's going to be a bit of a battle for this position. Now, let's get you know let let's let's get caught up in where things stand today. So on the first. On the first day of training camp, when I was at when I was at practice, we spoke to Pat Narduzzi. First, I noticed that Vincent Davis wasn't there for the first day. And, you know, it was the delicate situation of we're not sure what we can ask because COVID rules and still learning how this season is going to go when it comes to college sports. But we eventually, you know, we asked about players who might, might or might not have been there. And Pat Narduzzi offered us, you know, yeah, Vincent Davis wasn't on the field, but he was there. The issue was... He had to get tested for COVID because he hadn't been with the facility yet because his flight got delayed on his way coming back to Pennsylvania. And he said that part of that reason was 
or no, not part of the reason was, um, excuse me, but you know, he still didn't offer any excuse for Vincent Davis. He still felt like, you know, like, yeah, okay, Spirit Airlines, we get it, but it was your job to still make sure that you were here for the start of camp so that you'd be ready on the first day. Now, you know, I posted that on Twitter, you know, when when I was there at the press conference and live tweeting what he was saying, but, and, and a lot of people had some negative responses to that. They were like, hey, man, like, you flew on Spirit, like, you know, calm it down, you know. And I kind of feel that. I kind of feel people that are like, hey, Pat, that's not that big a deal. But Pat's point is, look, man, Vincent, you got to know that you're you're up against it this year. This is your time to shine. This is this is your time to either show this is your running running back room and that you are the starter. Or is this young guy going to come and take your spot? And I think Pat Narduzzi is seeing this as he's not just going to test how these guys perform on the field. He's going to protest how these guys take everything off the field. And just from hearing Pat, that was uh, not a good uh, way to start for Vincent Davis. Now he's been able to be pr- to practice after that, and you know we're going to see how that goes. Pitt's worked its way slowly into wearing full pants and getting to see some contact, and not allowed to say everything that's going on at practice, but we are allowed to say the things that we're hearing. I will say this, Coach Andre Powell, team's running back and special teams coach. First of all, he also said he, he on a side note, because as he's the special teams coach, he said there are two guys competing for the kicking spot right now. So that's something to keep your eye on. After Alex Kessman uh, went on to the NFL, and he's supposedly he's looking very good in Chargers camp. So Alex Kessman may be uh, coming to your Sunday screens for another H2P guy to root for at the NFL level. But he also said, you know, Andre Powell being saying that, uh, you know, that uh, there's there's two guys and they're sorting that out. But what he had to talk about, because, of course, he was one of the first guys that a lot of us, being the reporters, went to when we had that availability where we could talk to basically every coach who made themselves available at the same time. And, of course, we're asking, where are these two guys compared to each other? Now, one thing that Andre Powell made very clear was that Vincent Davis is by no means, you know, out of out of pole position for the running back spot. It is going to be a competition, but it's not like he's already been usurped. Is he still going to have to beat him out in camp? And Andre Powell said, yeah, you know, we're really excited. Is he? He's big, he's fast, he's stocky, he's getting things, and he's starting to understand things more. But Vincent Davis still has the leg up when it comes to understanding all the roles in the offense. For example, uh, Pat Narduzzi, when we were asking about him, about this, about him too, he brought up how, you know, Izzy was being used last year until I believe it was against NC State, and he missed a block, and Kenny Pickett got clobbered. And after that, they were like, sorry, man, you got to come off. We can't risk losing Kenny. Because, I mean, eventually, remember, they did lose Kenny for a couple games, and we saw how bad that was for them. So... With Izzy, you know, messing up that last year, that's where Vincent Davis stepped up. And it's, you know, fair to note that throughout the season, that's what Pat Narduzzi was praising Vincent Davis for because his freshman year, he was struggling to put it all together. And then his sophomore year, he understood, hey, there's there's roles that you got to fill here that aren't just running the football and getting the touchdowns and getting the big first downs and, you know, getting making the highlight plays. you got to do the dirty work. And Vincent Davis understood that. And I, I will say he understood that very well. There were plenty of times he was... 
willing to stick his nose right into the blitzer and protect Kenny Pickett with a with solid blocking. And what Andre Powell also said about Vincent Davis was that he is one of the toughest individuals you'll ever meet. He said, this kid may look tiny when you come up on him, but don't underestimate him. He sort of takes that as a challenge to heart, you know, with with uh, with you know anyone who looks down upon him because he might not be as big, he may not look as explosive, but he takes on every challenge seriously. And that might be what Pat Narduzzi is also trying to do with Vincent Davis. Now, if you remember last week's episode on Thursday, I was talking about Brennan Marion. Uh, actually, I went in Sundays, excuse me. But, uh, you know, earlier in the H2P podcast last week, uh, I talked about how Brennan Marion said, like, you know, he makes sure that he has an understanding with each relationship of his football players and how there's certain guys like Jordan Addison that he kind of has to whisper to and be like, hey, uh, you know, if you want to be a first-round receiver, you got to make that player. You, you, you better run through this. You better make sure you make this block. You know, things like that to motivate him. But then there's other guys, like Jared Wayne, who Jared has told him, no, coach, yell at me, get in my face, I respond to that better. And I think that's what Pat Narduzzi is doing with Vincent Davis. If if Andre Powell is saying that this kid's tough and that he's, you know, he's not someone that you know, you'd want to meet in the back alley and he, he'll, he'll take out anyone who underestimates him, maybe this is Pat Narduzzi's way of getting in his ear or just saying the right things to get the right plays out of Vincent Davis and to get him to respond better in practice. Because I do know during the spring practices, there were a couple plays where he fumbled and, you know, it was there were just little notes that kept adding up that maybe Izzy Abaniconda is a little bit closer to getting that starting job than we presumed going into spring camp. And here we are in summer camp, and he's even closer than that. But don't count out Vincent Davis. The guy is tough. He has he, he he was developing chemistry with much of the offensive line that's still here at the University of Pittsburgh. And that's worth something. And if he's able to make that speak loudly in camp and in the first and then some of the early games you know where the where Pitt's figuring out who they are this year, that may speak volumes. But what also spoke volumes was literally Izzy Abaniconda when he spoke this past week. It's our first time talking to him since the Blue and Gold game. We'll talk about what he said right after here on the H2P Podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome back to the H2P Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing our talk about pit football and the running back battle between Izzy Abanikanda and Vincent Davis as training camp is underway for your Pitt Panthers. Remember, if you're enjoying this show, we're on DKPittsburghSports.com. We're on the pad podcasting platform that we have there. We have a lot of great content for you to enjoy. If you're not subscribed to us, what are you doing? Get on us. We got Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted we have not just this show, we have Dale Lolly and myself doing the Lolly Carter show on the Steelers. We have Steelers Today where you get your updates, you get your daily shots from DK on the Steelers, Pirates, and Penguins. We have the 66 to 87 podcast on the Penguins. We have the Pirates podcast to be named later, the We Are podcast. We have so many podcasts and you can get them all for free right here on your mobile device, computer, app, however you want to listen to it for free. So getting back into some pit talk. Now, I was talking a lot about Vincent Davis there. And I mean, reasonably so, right? And he, he is going to be the, the presumed starter, even if Izzy is closing in on him. But I wanted to talk about things that we're hearing about Izzy. And when he spoke this week, now you could tell he's still redshirt sophomore. He's 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 not he's you know he's not gonna come out here and uh, you know give you the the greatest press conference of all time. But he felt very comfortable talking to us, and you could you could get a sense that he was excited about being kind of finally being, getting a shot to really show what he has in a pit offense. And the first thing, and I guess the thing he said many times over, was the difference for him this year is that he's buying into what Coach Andre Powell and Coach Pat Narduzzi are teaching him. He's buying into their system. And he said last year he didn't buy in. Now, the thing was, he said buy in like 20 times. And I was like, okay, we get it. You're bought in, man. <laughs> but but I understand it too. Because and it's something I've talked about a lot on this show. Heck, it was something I talked about with Julius Page when we had him on talking about pit hoops. There's times when you're the superstar from high school and no one could ever stop you and no one could ever tell you what to do because you you were just the best thing around you. It takes time to adjust to maybe not being the best around you when you get to a D1 program because you're around 50, 60, 80, however many guys are around you who were just like that in their high schools across the country. So that's where I, I see Izzy Abanikanda coming from last year was he was just so explosive and so fast and so big and so strong in high school. When he got to D1, he's like, hey, man, I don't need to focus on all this. I'm going to do what I do. Because these are the things that I know have made me successful. And, you know, it's it's one of those things why, you know, adapting to the next level of play isn't always an easy thing. There's plenty of four-star guys and five-star guys in, you know, multiple sports that don't work out. Why? Because, you know, they didn't understand, they didn't get the right coaching, the right messaging didn't get through to them. It says, hey, buddy, you may be good. I'm here to make you great. 
You know, not to bring this out of the pit perspective, but you know that that was one of my favorite parts of the America's Game for the nineteen uh, America's Game documentary for the nineteen seventy four Steelers. Andy Russell, longtime Steelers linebacker, was talking about you know his first interactions with Chuck Knoll. And Andy Russell was one of the, was one of the few carryovers from the uh, late '60s Steelers because he was a talented guy. He was a Pro Bowl linebacker. He flew all over the place. He made all sorts of plays. But when Chuck Knoll first talked to him, he said, "Listen, Andy, you're a great player. You got a lot of talent, but you're not going to be able to do that in my defense. You're going to play this way. You're going to play my way." And Andy Russell was like, "Huh? What? I mean, I was your best. I was the best player on this team a year ago." And it said it took him a little bit, but then he understood. There's a system to use there. There's something, there's a method to the madness. And sometimes when you're the when you're the athlete, you can't fully see that right away. And it takes time for young when especially when guys are young and in their in their prime and they're feeling really strong and really fast and you know they've gambled on themselves so much just to get to there. Because that, that's the other thing about this. This isn't just as simply as shut up, young kid, and listen. Because I mean, I know that's what a lot of people th- think it is. But you know how many times that kid, uh, that many of these alpha, alpha athletes have been doubted in their own environment, in their own spaces, and someone says, "Okay, yeah, you're not, you're not going to be that fast. You're not going to be that good. You're not going to get this done," and then they beat that anyways, and that's how they got to Division One college football, where you know they're competing with the best athletes in the sport all across the country. So. That's something that, that that not everyone hears, and apparently Izzy Izzy was willingly admitting that he wasn't hearing that last year, and that yeah he knew he was big, he was strong, he was fast, but now after hearing Andre Powell, he's bigger, he's put on some pounds, he's faster. They're saying he's getting more explosive, he's you know fi- he's he's getting into his stride a lot quicker, and he's doing all that while fitting into Pitt's system and while taking on the multiple roles that re- that are required of a running back in college football. I mean, it's been a while since Pitt has had a dominant running back. They've had some good ones. They've had some ones that could break a big play. But I mean, there was just a time there was a time where you thought Pitt was becoming RBU. I mean, not just because of the Tony Dorsett's and the Curtis Martins. But I mean, at one point you had like LaShawn McCoy, Deion Lewis, Ray Graham. I mean, it was just star after star after star at the college level. And of course, Deion Lewis and LaShawn McCoy have pretty good NFL careers. LaShawn McCoy, I'd say, more than pretty good. But that hasn't been a feature for Pitt in a while. I mean, James Conner was, you know, sort of a revival of that, right? But maybe Izzy is the next level kind of guy. Maybe he's the kind of athlete they've been missing out of the backfield. And he talked more about, like, you know, buying in and understanding what he's got to do this year. And, and, and by all notes from Narduzzi and by Powell, he's buying in. He's, he's doing the blocking. They're not as concerned with him lining up next to Kenny Pickett this year and him maybe missing a block that, you know, their quarterback regrets him missing. And that's just the first step. What the next step might be, though, is when you're going through, when he's going through these practices and he's facing Vincent Davis. Who makes the fewest mistakes? Who's the most consistent? It's what I always talk about when people ask me about Steelers training camp. Oh, Chris, you know, I saw this one guy make this one catch in this one preseason game. You know, does that mean that he's the new the, the new five wide receiver for the team? No. 
what's going to matter more than that one catch is you know on top of that one catch does he does he show up consistently in practice is he someone that content that continues to turn heads do all those things add up to to maybe that guy is the future that's where izzy's gonna have to prove it we're not allowed again we're not allowed to get into too much of the minutia of what's going on at training camp pat narduzzi does want to still play things close to the chest as he should it's college sports you don't want to give your opponents any sense of what's coming next and not that there would be a whole lot of tape for anyone to study of Izzy, but we all know Pat likes the, the element of surprise. But you don't be surprised. It's if Izzy and Vincent come out in these first few games and they're splitting carries. That's what I think the, the resolution is right now. Unless one, you know, vaults completely over the other in some of these training camp battles, I fully expect there to be a healthy spread of who gets how many touches between the two at like an like a even divide as much as possible. And then come maybe week three, week four, maybe even later, week five, when they get into ACC play, that's when we'll probably start to see Pitt pick who's definitively their number one running back. I just don't think the answer is going to be coming right away at the start of the season. Pat's going to want to see these guys in action. He knows how Vincent approached the game, but how does Izzy approach a game? Something you hear Mike Tomlin talk about is you want to you want to see their approach to the game process, to preparation, to all those things. That's what we're wondering. How that's going to happen. But we will keep you apprised of those developments with your Pitt Panthers as the season is less than a month away. September 4th, the, the, the kickoff game against Massachusetts at Heinz Field It is. An exciting time for all football fans. Steelers are taking on the Eagles tonight, this Thursday, 7.30 p.m. in Philadelphia. Dale Lolly, Dan Kovacevic will be on hand for that. Tune into my Twitter and Instagram accounts if you want to see more of what I'm doing during those games. At Carter Critiques. Hit me up. I always appreciate when y'all do. And we'll be keeping you apprised again of all pit developments on DKPittsburghSports.com and through our H2P podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you're staying cool out there as it heats up in this hot August. But we're going to keep you entertained here as long as you as long as long you do. I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Keep stay tuned with more that we have here on DKPittsburghSports.com's podcast platform. A lot more coming your way. We'll be talking at you real soon.